Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean You're like the king of the countdown, king countdown You were the king, I used to be somebody There's like I could have been a countdowner <laughs> But instead, you were just a poor black boy born in Mississippi oh. Indeed, indeed. Have you ever seen on the waterfront, Shawnee? No, I don't. Is that something uh, that you were ref- just referencing? That that that's the first quote. The uh, I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender. Yeah, oh. that's uh on the waterfront. Marlon Brando's first big role in like nineteen forty something. I want to say it's a pretty Damn. good movie. Yeah, that's an old movie. I haven't watched that. But he's a, he's just a he's a dock worker and he hates it because he could have been a fighter, ma. He could have been a contender. Oh no! And, well, maybe I'll watch it. It's probably something that Sarah's watched. She's um, gung ho on me- getting me to watch Casablanca. Like, little does she oh, know, man. I've already seen Out Cold. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> you've seen the better version of Casablanca. <laughs> I don't like Casablanca, man. It's similar to like you and I share this affinity where we just we don't like the Beatles. We don't say that they suck or they're shitty, whatever. Oh, they're trash. Just. I mean, fair, yes, but <laughs> <laughs> so much hate mail's coming. I'm, I'm with you though. I just, I don't dig them, man. And yeah. that's, I, and that's cool, man. I'm again, I'm not saying like, oh, they're shitty. They can't write songs and all this, bo- whatever. Fine. What I, I just don't like them, dude. What I hate is everybody's argument is always, dude, man, they're like pioneers of music, man. And it's like, okay, cool, man. man. That was like 60, 70 years ago. Like, mm-hmm. Who cares? I know. I'm with you, bro. Like, Ringo can't even play double bass, bro. What do I give a shit? Ringo got COVID and, like, couldn't even play, play a show here. What a fucking loser. Oh, man. Well, I'm just Phoning kidding. it in. Well, Ringo star. <laughs> man, I immediately feel dirty for ragging on somebody for getting COVID. But I know. We're just doing a bit, folks. It's called comedy. Lighten up. Yeah. But in, on a serious note, Beatles do suck. Um... So anyways, we are talking off air about uh, games and mods and stuff like that. Have you always yeah. been like a a dude that will search out mods for the games? Do you still do that? Especially if they're horny. Yeah. Horny mods? Oh, yeah. Let's oh. go, bro. Did you Teenage see? me. This is super topical. Um, did you see the news? That with The Witcher 3, they just did like a re-release again. It's This game is just as bad as Skyrim and GTA 5. Almost, right? Holy yeah, it's, fuck. It's up there. Like, they just re-released it again. I'm not sure if it was like an Ultimate Edition or whatever for the 17th time. But they accidentally included an NSFW mod that somebody had made. Uh... The Vagina Mod. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that was big news over the, the last couple of days. Like I, I said, topical. I'm surprised I haven't seen that. Because uh, that, number one, seems right up my alley. Two, that's hilarious because that means that somewhere along the line, the dev was playing with that mod installed. That so, would be the implication. So what dev did they get the gold, uh, the gold uh, burn from, you know? Because <laughs> that's... That's where the finger pointing should start for sure. Yeah. Woof. Is that a Nerdy Thursday uh, shirt I see? Yeah, it is, because it's Thursday. Do it literally on this every, recording. Yeah. 
It's the only shirt I wear with any regularity. The others I could give a fuck about every Thursday is the Nerdy Thursday shirt until I wear it out and get another one made. You know what I think? You know what I've been thinking about doing? And like the more and more that I hate work, the more and more that I think about like just getting into merchandising and stuff. I'm yeah. thinking about really uh, jumping on that brand name and just going full ham with like apparel dude, dude. and shit. That'd be sick. Make it. That's what you got to do. You got to. We got got to evolve Nerdy Thursday into a lifestyle brand. Yeah, that just represents. That's all I wanted it Thursdays to be. Thursdays for the nerds, man. Yeah, that's what you got to do, bro. Yeah, that's what I always wanted. Throw that, that shit to on be. energy drinks. Get some Nerdy Thursday branded condoms. Throw them out of a helicopter at spring break. <laughs> Only Dude, on Thursday. I you, were you know. Gonna say over like North Africa. <laughs> like oh no! Come on, man. <laughs> Dude, you've seen like? Have you ever seen those movies? Oh man, it had to have been one of them. It had to have like Martin Sheen or something, where it was just a spoof comedy where they're just flying a helicopter over like a war-stricken part of Africa, throwing out condoms, some shit that they didn't need. No, uh, is that what I'm talking about? Is that one of the uh, hot shots? Is that hot shots one? That may be hot shots one because immediately my head, my head went to part two and I'm like, that's not part two. It's not part two because part two I've seen so many more times and that's why I, I feel confident that it is one because that is unfamiliar to me. So just going off the fact that I don't remember it. I feel it's not because I I used to love Hot Shots Part Two, man. Oh, dude, for real! I used to watch that. Some of my did I ever tell you that my grandfather broke his femur in the Senior Olympics? <laughs> I don't believe so. If you have, again, I don't remember it. Tell did, me this story. You no, know it's fucking wild. He did that like ten years before he uh, did Everest. Yeah, how fucking crazy is that? Um, Wait, your grandpa climbed Everest. Well, to second base camp. Which That's is still, still insane. Way more badass like in than 60s. anything I've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, he's doing a long jump and broke his femur. So I spent a lot of time, like, when I would go over to uh, my dad's, I'd spend a lot of time at, like, my grandpa, my grandpa's, especially if my dad was working. And so I'd hang out with him because he was pretty much immobile or not being sure. able to move much. He had to be on, you know, bed rest or couch rest or whatever for a while. And we have a very similar sense of sense of humor. Like I think, I don't think there's another person in this world that I share a more similar sense of humor with. And Mm -hmm. so we would go to our grocery store and our grocery store had a VHS like rental section. That's amazing. Yeah. And so we did too, man. Oh, hell yeah. You remember those times? I just felt nostalgic saying that phrase. It was so crazy weird because it was like over next to the deli and meat counter tucked away in the corner. It was just this crazy little carpeted section. And they had it was like, dude, it was just like a corner that they just brought some extra business in written videos and NES games. And I rented the Blues Brothers game, the fucking Noid game, uh, the, the caveman, Joe and whatever. Caveman. Damn, dude. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Caveman. Exactly. It's that. Anyways, mine was in a corner as well. Mine was by like the alcohol and liquor, but it's like they Mm -hmm. put like even a ghetto top over the top of it and like like divided (laughs) it into sections so it felt like its own place. And now, honestly, if I think about it, it's like where the customer service section is now. But anyways, we would go there 
and we'd get grasshopper ice cream, which was like mint chocolate mm. kind of uh, stuff. Sure, I remember that. And we would rent comedies. So that was like my first introduction to Dumb and Dumber. We got that like the weekend that released on VHS. And then we rented Hot Shots Part Two. That was my first introduction to Happy Gilmore. Like all mm. kind of around that time was watching that shit with him. But uh, why the fuck did... Oh, yeah. So that's where I saw Hot Shots and just fell in love with that kind of like movie because I never the got parody, to rent yeah. that shit at home, you know? It was always like... I don't know what else, what everybody else wanted to watch. And it was never that dumb humor. I hated that. Like that was one of the things I always hated when I have to go to my dad's when, uh, you know, to being split parent households. Uh, But like, man, my dad always picked the movies and I always fucking hated his movies. He wanted to watch like the fan, which is a terrible Robert De Niro movie. Uh, I remember going to the fucking movie theater for, we watched Cliffhanger, which was awesome, but what, like, <laughs> that age, I didn't really care. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he just always picked the, just dad bullshit movies, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's always, it's always nice. It's like the same as when you got to go to that friend's house that had, that his parents didn't care what kind of movies you watched, so you got to watch like I don't know. Well, maybe you didn't, but Child's I, Play. I was gonna say I was that kid. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was yeah. that kid. So it was nice when I got to do that, or I got to play like some video game system that I didn't have because we are always like one or two be- like generations behind. No, that was where we were the same. Yeah, I always had the rich friends that had like everything. Yeah, it was like sweet. Yes, I want to go to my godmother's house. Hey, Chris. <laughs> hey, Alex. Who? What's yo, up? My godmother's kid. Chris, we are like best friends growing up, but his little brother was a fucking psychopath, dude. A psychopath. I'm, I'm, dude. He was like three, four years younger than me, and here we are. We're like ten years old, hanging out. This little like six year old kid's running around with a knife trying to stab us, dude. It was Jesus terrifying, man. dude. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Like, thinking back, like, there's no way a kid could get away with some shit like that nowadays. No, we, uh, my sister and I chased each other around our front yard with knives once. And then also, uh, with hedge trimmers and, like, the, uh, electric (laughs) hedge trimmers, you know, that look like a chainsaw. (laughs) They weren't even plugged in. We were just chasing each other, and the cops came both times. So it was good, good stuff. My mom was real stoked. Uh I'm sure your Uh mom was thrilled. Oh, man, so happy every time. Yeah, you're spending uh, so much more time with your dad this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best part. He didn't want me either. Ah! Oh, no. Um, man. Childhood trauma for yeah. the win. No, uh, <laughs> no, what was I saying? I was, I was bitching about the movies my dad watched because they sucked. Uh, I feel like here's the thing. Uh, so, spoiler alert also, people, this is a potpourri episode. It was supposed to be kind of a tin cup episode, which I was going to say, I feel like this is a movie my dad would love. Uh, but also, spoiler alert, people, uh, I saved Shawnee from this because this movie fucking sucks. 
<laughs> I really appreciate it, dude. I hit you up this afternoon. You're like, yeah, I'll be ready anytime. And I was on my way home from work. And like a little news flash, a little behind the scenes for everybody. Like I've I've had one of the worst weeks that I've had in a very long time. And coming home from work, I was overwhelmed. I was just I was not in a good headspace. And I I was just like, I I was gonna go home and watch the movie. But you gave me kind of an out. Yeah. And I met you halfway because I was like, man, I don't want to not record. And I, but I, I don't know. I, I don't want to watch a movie and I can't find time to do it. I need quiet time, you it, know, get my head right. It, and uh, I, yeah. I invoked the holy potpourri. Um, Blessed to the potpourri gods. We praise you. We thank you. Amen. Yeah. The rare, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it is a rare invocation now i felt dirty invoking it but at the same ah. time i didn't want to not have an episode for the folks so i don't know this just well, feels also, yeah. fun and you like said when it you're sucks, telling me so fuck that man that you were in such a miserable state like number one also it's two hours long it's boring as shit awful plot nonsensical just terrible writing Kevin Costner is the only good acting in the movie. <laughs> it's, oh, dude, it is a Costner it's such a flip. trip. Uh, and then like even the golf shit. Uh, I I I kind of wish at parts you would have seen it because some of the shit is so stupid, so fucking stupid. You said it's like, a forty-eight hour rental. Yeah, I mean, if you feel the time, you still will have time to watch it at some point. We won't talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, you and I can talk about it, but like I'm saying, we won't do an episode on it. If you do watch it, just let me know so we can laugh at some of this shit. But dude, for real, like, so he's playing in the U.S. Open, like a prestigious fucking golf tournament. He's at the clubhouse at the U.S. Open, this historic fucking, like, country club house bullshit, and like is a little drunk and they get into a wager to hit a golf ball out of the country club bar, which is like at no point would this fucking place let these two asshole idiots hit a golf club off of their floor. No, I've seen what people do. Nowhere. Like the grass. You remember that? Yeah, dude. At charity. When I came down and we're at that, like that, we golf went to the, thing? the, the top golf, yeah. Yeah, and I smoked the concrete floor like 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> My elbows yeah. and wrists hurt just talking about it. It happens. It happens. You but for sure. Like, no. And it was carpeted. And I was like, dude, there's no way that they would. It's just, it was just one of so many silly, stupid things, bro. Ah. Uh, at the end, all right, here's the dumbest thing. The movie's called Tin Cup. It's about a fucking golfer, right? You know why it's called Tin Cup? Because the hole that the ball goes into used to be tin? I'd make logical sense, Sean. This doesn't at all. It's called Tin Cup because when he was in college, he was on the baseball team and was a catcher and caught so many balls with his crotch instead of his mitt that the team thought a tin cup would be better for him. Okay. Okay. How does that relate to fucking golf at all? What's kind of funny is when you asked that, I was going to be sarcastic and say that it had something to do with him wearing a cup, but that's really fucking stupid considering it's a golf movie. So Dude. actually, it's kind of funny that that is what it is, the reason for the title. Like, it, it, eh. 
It's never mentioned before. It never comes up again. It has literally no relevance at all to the movie, yet the movie is fucking named after it. <laughs> Insane. Okay. Um, like, oh, it's dumb, dude. Well, thank I, you. I love hated it. I want to know who is it that recommended this movie like 12 times? I feel like through the course of this show, this has been recommended like five so times. So that's the thing. I don't think it's ever been recommended. I think it the issue Phil. is we've talked a, a maybe it was Phil. We've also talked about golf movies a lot and it's like one of only four golf movies I'm aware of. So we, I think that's also part of it. This it had to have come up during Stoner Movie September where we watched Who's Your Caddy. Sure. It, it yeah. absolutely came up that's, then. But I cannot think of another golf movie that I've watched with you. And that's no, the existence well, of this entire show because before Sean doesn't count. True. That, that's also true. I feel like we've, but like I talk about golf in general and I feel like sometimes we, we've talked about golf movies because we've talked about happy Gilmore. Yeah. And maybe just when we also talk about who's your caddy again, which by the way, this is, it's, like, not as, but also is as bad as Who's Your Caddy, oh. weirdly enough. I was about, I was just about to say, hot take, thinking back on Who's Your Caddy, I don't remember what I rated it, but I don't hate that movie. Right, like, that's what I'm saying, like, Tin Cup, I, I was laughing watching it, most times not when they wanted me to laugh, though, like, some points, <laughs> here's the other part, like, I pegged every beat of this movie from the opening 10 minutes, and I was exactly right. Really? Exactly right. Okay, so if you were to compare it to another movie to just give me an idea of what the the story flow is, what would you compare it to? Like, literally, any Indian generic rom-com, any generic rom-com you've seen where the male lead is a slovenly loser... And the woman lead has her life together and she fixes him. Holy shit. I did not expect you to just describe my life relation my life relationship right now. Um, Dude, all right. But, you know what? You might really re- resonate with Tin Cup then, but No, I don't need that that memory right no. on my TV screen. Uh no, I'm so, just kidding. Yeah. It's uh he's a fucking former golf pro who Lot he all right. So his thing is that he'll never not go for it. Okay, mm-hmm. he'll no matter what the shot is, he'll always take the risky shot. Which over the trees, more often than not, over the trees, uh, he never comes up short. He always is going to hit it over the water, and like that's a whole big thing at the end of the movie, dude. Look, oh my god, Sean, is it like eye rolling <laughs> cringe? Yes, dude, because at the end of the fucking movie to like make and this is also another thing that I hate about this genre of movie is like the male lead is constantly shown to be a horrible piece of shit. He has really no redeeming qualities, but we're supposed to relate and empathize with him. And he's just a hard headed asshole. Cheech Marin plays his caddy and he quits on him like three times because he's a prick. At the end of the movie, dude, the final thing is, again, I told you, he won't ever come up short. He never lays it up. He always goes for it. He hits 12 fucking balls in the water from the same spot to prove that he can hit it over. Loses the tournament, knocks himself out. 
It's the stupidest fucking thing of all time. Wait, so he doesn't even learn a lesson? No. <laughs> Not even learns a lesson. And still gets the girl. It's like a fucking... It's hard to not stereotype. It's like a certain ideals person that never has to do anything to change themselves and feels the entire world is evil and against them. Like, they're right. They don't have to change. They're perfectly fine the way they are because he still gets the girl. She falls maddeningly in love with him. And he's a go... Oh, dude. <laughs> Man, that's so- that just goes to show, like, hey, dude, if if Mandy ever has a problem with something that you do, just... Just like show her this movie and be like, listen, we watched <laughs> it's going to work out in the end. I don't yeah. need to change. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, she's like a high level, not high level, but she's like a, a trained psychiatrist, the the female love lead. And she. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. All right. She so needs help. I, I, I'm it is. We will potpourri it up. But like so many things in this movie are so dumb. I do have to talk about them, bro. No, please, Don dude. Johnson. This is the greatest. Don Johnson is in this movie too. All right, he's the antagonist. He's I don't hate he's Don a Johnson. golf pro too. He's okay. Again, he's not great in this movie. He's horribly miscast. Um, I, I don't think they let him be Don Johnsony enough. Uh, okay. Anyways, he's the he's the antagonist, and him and uh, Kevin Costner have a rivalry throughout. Because again, Costner also used to be a pro golfer. Uh, Don Johnson still is a pro golfer. And uh, so the female lead played by Renee Russo. Talk about, okay, uh, real quick. Talk about the two most vanilla faces for antagonist and protagonist. Like they are Mm -hmm. so vanilla faced. Yeah, for sure. Like they're, they're attractive enough, but like you said, there's nothing unique or stand outish about them. So like Don Uh, Johnson should have been his caddy. (laughs) Cheech Marin is the caddy. <laughs> Cheech Marin should Kevin have been Costner the dude plays, parking the cars. Kevin Costner plays Don Johnson's caddy at one point, though. So that <laughs> does happen. It does happen. Holy but at the start, shit. so Kevin Costner owns a driving range and gives golf lessons. And Rene Russo's character shows up to take a golf lesson. And she's wearing all this dumb, goofy golf shit that she bought off the golf channel. But anyways. she have a visor? Uh she does have a visor with nice. like this little golf ball that ha- it's so <laughs> anyway, she's she's there taking golf lessons because she wants to impress her boyfriend who's good at golf. Sean, guess who her boyfriend is? Don Johnson. Why the fuck is she not taking golf lessons from her pro golfer boyfriend, Sean? I don't know. Because it's she's trying stupid, to surprise dude. him, Kyle. It doesn't make any fucking sense either How way. Is it he's be a, a surprise pro golfer. if he's teaching her. Ugh. So she <laughs> she goes to this guy. It already from the start, like it's the flimsiest fucking buy a thread story just to get us where we're going. Uh, watching it and having taken golf lessons, Kevin Costner is the absolute worst golf instructor I've ever seen in my life. He doesn't show you anything mechanically. He talks poetically about golf, and you're supposed to infer what he wants you to do. Oh, my God. Then he caddies for him. Then he takes the shot. Then he becomes a giant pro. And then he gets the yips, and Rene Russo fixes him. And 
She dumps Don Johnson, of course, to start dating Kevin Costner. Oh, he, by the way, he lives in a Winnebago. And mm. uh, all of his dumb country hick friends that hang out at his driving range come support him on his tour. And at one point after he and Rene Russo bang in his Winnebago, uh, he's sleeping in there with her and nine other people. <laughs> and she's just what? totally cool she's with cool it, with, with this vagabond lifestyle. Ugh. So strange. It, dude, Sean, I can't. It's so such a bizarre movie that, like, it, like it, the plot is threadbare. It's one of the worst at, like, just things happening to move things along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, just so stupidly dumb. Has, like, a vague understanding of golf. Has a lot of golf cameos from golfers that, like, I don't, I don't even give a shit about golf. I have no idea who these people are. Right. The only reason I figured out that they were golfers doing cameos is because they're absolute shit actors. <laughs> and I was that like, oh, that's got to be an actual golf player. <laughs> yeah. Because that was terrible. So. Just Overall, walks on, uh, does like one of the little like tip the visor things and walks on through. Literally, that's one of the lines. A guy walking across the bottom of the screen says, I can't believe that guy's names could be above mine on the trophy. Because he's the guy that won the U.S. Open the last year. Uh, Literally, that's it. That's the joke. Uh, and they man, make, like, I don't, when did, when did Happy Gilmore come out? 90, either 94 or 96. I think 96. I think. Happy Gilmore was also 96, the same year as this movie. It's like they try to make him... Uh, an Adam Sandler, like, again, but Adam Sandler's charming. Kevin Costner is not in this role at all. There is zero chance that Tin Cup came out after Happy Gilmore, though. Like, you would have to be embarrassed and ashamed if your Tin movie Cup came was out August? after. Oh, my God. It may have came Let's out see. after Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore was February. So, yeah. Wow, you should be yep. ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Happy Gilmore is a say. fucking classic. Jesus, man. Tin Cup blew it away at the box office. This fucking movie made $76 million. Happy Gilmore Kevin made Costner. 45. Uh, yeah, you're right. Kevin Costner and Rene Russo, I guess, do put butts in seats for some reason. For some reason. I'm telling you, shot. It's a date movie. It had to have been a date movie. It is. It is. It was. It was a rom-com. I should have known going in. I don't like rom-coms anyways. And yeah, man, it was just, it was, I didn't like it, dude. (laughs) I didn't like it. I don't think you would also like it. And that's why I was like, you know what? You've already had a shit enough week. You do not need to sit through a two hour long shitty rom-com that, ugh. It just hurts your brain. It hurt my brain, dude. Man. It really did. I really appreciate it. You're like, man, we can just skip this week. It's okay. And I'm like, uh-huh. well, I don't want to skip this week, but I also don't want to watch that movie. I had typed and deleted like six messages to you, each one of them po- <laughs> like proposing a different thing before I'm like, no, I I'm, I just want to, I, I need to record tonight. I need, okay. I, I have this need, this need. For speed. 
for speed. Absolutely. The need for speed. Uh, fuck, man. man. That had me thinking. Have we, uh, when were we just talking about Gone in 60 Seconds? Have we been talking about that recently? We did, I feel, around Action Movie December. Oh. Were we talking about it with somebody? Because if we were, we need to get them back soon. Because now I got to get it. I think it was. Now I got a craving for some Vinnie Jones and some. Uh, oh, if you want some Vinnie Jones, I've been having my eye on some uh, Lock, Stock, and Snatch recaps lately on the old YouTubes. Have you ever Snatch? seen either of those? I've seen Snatch. Snatch, all time great. Lockstock was what he did before Snatch. It's okay. also got Vinnie Jones. I don't but think he's I've not seen Bullet that. Tooth Tony. Um, locks. Is it just Lockstock? Or Lockstock? Is it lock, stock, and two and two smoking, smoking barrels. barrels? Yep. Yep. That's Guy Ritchie's very first major motion picture. And it was so impressive, and Brad Pitt loved it so much. That's why he wanted to work with him so badly, and they created the role of Mickey specifically for Brad Pitt. Wow, that has got a really good cast. Yeah, dude. Uh, Matthew Vaughn really is classic. Nice. Vinny Jones, Stephen McIntosh, Nick Moran, Jason. Oh, man. I don't know if you saw this in the chat, because I know you've had kind of a rough week, but I I, I want to bring this to your attention, Shawnee, because I, I know one thing that you've... Silent. I know. I know one thing that you have recently fallen head over heels in love with, though, is the show Taskmaster. Oh, dude. I watch so much Taskmaster, it's not even funny. You know what I realized the other day? What? I'm so glad that you took forever to say what, because there was a car with an obnoxious muffler <laughs> oh. going by, so I was muted. Uh, <laughs> so I was hopping back on. So what I do is I finish up a, a season of uh, Taskmaster, and I just pick another mm-hmm. season at random. I don't care. Eventually, like I'll hop in and after like an episode, I'm like, man, I recognize all those people. And then I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. I've already seen this. Um, <laughs> but I went onto their YouTube because, folks, if you haven't watched Taskmaster, watch Taskmaster, first of all. Yes. And second of all, the entire like the entire show is free on YouTube. Like, yep. The entire show. It's incredible. Dude, they have like seven different Taskmasters, like in different languages. I'm going to start watching them in yeah. different languages. Oh, that's cool, man. That might actually help you learn another language, too. No, no. But. No, no. I don't even know if it's in English. But there's like Taskmaster Sweden and Austria and it's crazy. Yeah, they're definitely not in English as far as I know. Well, unless they dub. Well, I don't know. Dude, I had no idea that Alex Horn is the one that created it until I watched like another YouTube clip the other day. And it changed my entire perception of that show. Yeah, dude, he's fu- He's funny as hell too. Alex oh, Ward has been a lot, and that's, I think, like as you get more into British comedy, because like you'll also see those guys a lot, like all the comedians you see. But like Alex Horn is like, he's like a, one of those people that's like just under the surface of like a lot of high level British comedy. He's like, uh, but I think you would call a comedian's comedian. Okay, like uh, that's what people always called Norm Macdonald. You know how he could never break really through to the mainstream, but like everybody but he loves Norm. The other guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's a little bit like what Alex Horn is. Um, okay. But for real, uh, I do want you to write this down because I think you will love this show, Shawnee. And similar to Taskmaster, uh, every episode is free on YouTube. It's done by the BBC. But it's a show called The Goes Wrong Show, okay? 
Yep. And so the premise of the entire show, Sean, is uh, each episode is like 30 minutes long and they're all uh, plays. Like one is a World War II spy drama. One is like a Southern drama. But the premise is that like literally everything that can go wrong will go wrong. And it's like it's a comedy show. So like it's the actors like trying to adapt. Like to give you some examples, there's one that like they do a courtroom drama but like the set builder built the the entire courtroom set at like one third scale, so like people trying to sit on furniture is like trying to sit on the toddler furniture. So they're all like crammed in this really tiny space. Yeah. Uh, there's also this other fantastic one they did called Ninety Degrees, which is the Southern drama one. But okay. in that one, like the set designer fucked up and built every set like ninety degrees to the right. Oh. So my like God. they're all like. Buckled into these chairs and like trying to deliver lines of dialogue. <laughs> and then like the maid will bring in drinks and she's just got like a rope tied around their waist as they're dropping her from the ceiling. <laughs> so it looks like, dude, it's all kinds of this crazy shit, it, but it's all, it's not real, but it, it is, but it's like, it, is it, you got to just see it. Okay. So question. So for folks yeah. out there who haven't seen Taskmaster, it's, it's all improv. It's all like, yes. It's it's situational stuff where they have five comedian contestants that are all given the same thing to do, but they're not in the same room. They'll each you know individually get the same task. And it the the charm of the show is how they as a person will interpret the instructions and how ridiculous or to the point they will follow those instructions to do things that either the best, the funniest, whatever. So it is a uh-huh. very, it's all improv and it's absolutely hilarious. Now is the goes wrong show more of an improv thing where they're getting themselves into these situations and trying to go forward with what their plan is? Or is this like, um, so let, so it's a meta show. All the, cast in the show are playing different types they're playing characters that are recurring and they all have like certain traits like one of the actresses like doesn't improv well so when like things go wrong and she's supposed to be improving she's more like she kind of freezes up and like so it's it's them (laughs) it's really meta dude but like if a light it falls from the ceiling, a light will fall from the ceiling, and they will react to it. But it's like it is scripted. Like, you, like I said, it'll make a lot more sense if you see it. So it is a scripted story that they're enacting, but they have to improv as all of this shit goes wrong. Kind of. Yes, but also that stuff is also scripted, but it's performed so well okay. that you, like I said, the uh, you, it's I'll, it's I'll so it. crazy. I'll watch it. I'll. Dude, I think you really will like it, especially because you are a fan of like so much live theater. I think you will really enjoy it and respect it on a different level. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's why I I think it's tailor made for you. I'm very excited for you to watch some of it. They got it. They did one called Peter Pan Goes Wrong. The BBC produced, and they like so that so much they did a second one for Christmas called A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Story Goes Wrong, and then that oh, went so well. BBC yes. has given them two six uh, episode seasons where like each episode, like I said, is its own self-contained play. Like one is a world war two drama. One is the, the Southern drama and oh, dude, you're going to really fucking dig it, man. I'm really excited to watch this. I will probably watch one before the next time that we talk. 
Um, okay. And then I will watch through all of those when I completely catch up with Taskmaster. And it's cool because there's real people playing them, but then the characters on the show all have like different characteristics. Like I said, the one chick is really bad at improv. Uh, there's one person that like is just an assistant. She's not even an actress, but oftentimes like somebody else like gets sick. So she has to fill in their parts. And so that's great because, oh, dude, Sean, <laughs> you like slapstick. You like comedy. You like theater. This is made for you, bro. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, man. The Goes Wrong I, Show. I, I will take any recommendation. It took me long enough to start watching Taskmaster, but mm -hmm. after like an episode or two, like I think it was a night where I just really felt like shit. And because you know me, I don't watch a lot of television, but this is I'm a same. day where I didn't want to game. I didn't want to do anything. And I was just like, well, let me watch something. And I ended up watching through like the first season. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's I'm so hooked. good. This right, is not dude? good. It's so good. It's so funny and entertaining and just natural, man. Yeah. Yep. I think the first time mm. that I watched the uh, there was a really great task where they had to take a couple articles of clothing and spread it as wide and as far as they could. And somebody mm -hmm. threw their sock into a river and just watched their sock go down the river. I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant. I think that was Tim Keene. Is that the is that that one or is that the one where they gotta they have to move the block of ice as far from the house as possible? That one's really good too. The the yeah, block of ice that... or the stage boulder. Oh dude, that was oh, hilarious. Yeah. That one is also great. Yeah, <laughs> dude, again, just so much hilarious shit that it what i love about it too and i also hate about it is much similar to the goes wrong show it's hard so hard to explain mm -hmm. like and make it known what the show really is without just having somebody watch it but yeah. then you can't it you know people don't just watch shit it's it's a I good bad thing because it's so unique i will tell you i have had while watching this like i have had the want to recruit like five people and just oh, you get create a one season thing with like five other people just around mm -hmm. here doing I've really had the same dumb thoughts, shit. man. Like it would just be so fucking funny in it. And the, dude, every like the shit that they continue to come up with to do is <laughs> amazing. I, I just watched one where their task was to make the most exotic sandwich. This is like. From I just watched this one yesterday. It was season four. Season four. four. Yeah, yeah, because it's the one uh -huh. with Noel. And uh, yep. oh my God. So somebody <laughs> the starts second by, part? Making, by making like a quadruple Decker sandwich with <laughs> Nutella and candy and marshmallows yep. on top that melted down. And they're like, yeah, that's exotic. And then they get a surprise second because every time they make something, somebody else has to eat it. And so they always go gross or over the top, right? And so they get mm -hmm. this envelope that's like, ah, your next task is eat your unique sandwich. So nobody expected mm -hmm. to have to eat it. So you go from that to some disgusting so good, thing dude. with fish into it. So you've got Noel who's like, you know, I hear exotic. And I think to myself, exotic dancer. So Alex, come over here and I'm going to cover you in bread and you're going to do an exotic dance. 
Then he has Dude. to eat all of the bread off of him. Dude, I'm so sorry if I ruined this episode for anybody. No. I don't care. It. I was crying with laughter. Same thing, dude. When, like, Noel reads it and he realizes, dude, he loses it so bad. I I can't tell you how many times I literally have almost cried or have cried laughing at this show. It is that fucking funny, man. Yeah. It's, again, free. Free. It's free, motherfuckers. Go watch like, that shit. YouTube. And I pay, like, I pay for premium YouTube because I'm about I, to. Dude, it's so nice because at work, like I'll have headphones on mm-hmm. and I can just put on any YouTube video and just and not eat, turn off my screen and put it in my pocket because it just plays whether your screen's on they, or not. That's oh. another bonus feature you get if you subscribe, right? They give, yep. you can you can do yeah, that I'm, and there's no ads. So I get yeah. these shows ad free. I can just put it in my pocket. Screen doesn't even need to be on. It's See, worth that's it what to I me. need. Because here at home, like, I, I use ad blocker, like, yeah, every civilized person. Yeah. But right, on my phone, on the YouTube app, dude, you're sitting through those ads. And I hate it every time. And I just need to nut up, man. And you I'm know what? They're so predatory because they know there's knobs like us that will pay for it. But guess what? I don't play <laughs> for, I don't pay for Netflix. I don't pay for uh, uh, Disney+. Uh, Plus. I don't pay for any of those things. Uh, so you know what? I'll pay for Netflix, or I'll pay for YouTube. <laughs> That's the other part, like, I pay for some of those, like, I pay for Hulu and I pay for Peacock, but dude, honestly, I watch so much more YouTube than (laughs) either of those two, like, why am I not subscribed? Yeah. I don't know. I got it for, like, a month for free, and within a month, I'm like, I'm not not paying for this. I will never go back. That's how they get you. They sink the closet. Sink the closet. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, uh, was a pretty good, he had pretty good hair. What? You think? Jesus. Do you think he had good hair or do you think he had like dreadlocks? Jesus? Um, I feel like he had locks, If we're going with white Jesus? No, no, he didn't have dreads, but. No, for sure. If we're going with Middle Eastern Jesus, maybe. Although if white Jesus was the lead singer of P.O.D., he would have dreads. Hmm. And that's remember P.O.D. Isn't that like religious rock anyways? They are. They're not the youth of the nation. Uh, Christian. They're not Christian rock, Sean. They're Christian. Or that's the. We're not a Christian band. We're Christians in a band. Mm. That just made my so skin always, crawl. Yeah. You heard that a lot in the. You still hear it somewhat now, uh, especially like. And then I'm, I shit on it, but there's a lot of good like christian themed metal bands especially metal bands there's one that i really like called haste the day which is of course a quote from the bible but uh, a couple of those those albums rip really hard man they're from indianapolis so shout out to the local boys haste the day right on you know half the time i think unless it's something that's overtly just like jesus this jesus that like I feel yeah. like there's a bunch of bands that may be more religious-based or leaning. I don't even know if that's the right turn of phrase, but you might not even realize it. Like, I didn't even realize that P.O.D. was like a Jesus band until, like, way later. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't watch their videos or whatever, nor did I really listen to them at all, so I guess maybe it was obvious, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> There's the key factor. Um, 
Let's peel back this banana. This one might be more in your wheelhouse because we're in a similar. You ever heard of Thrice? Yeah, Artists in the Ambulance, yeah. 2005, yep, baby. Uh, Wait, they're thing. religious? They're very, very, very. Fuck out of here, man. So. Really? Mm-hmm. One hundred thousand percent, dude. I had no Listen idea. Listen to Artist in the Ambulance again, and you'll you'll pick up on a lot of it. But like, um, it's like I said, it's not overt. And one of the biggest signs for me is any band that has no cursing in any song lyric. I'm like, yeah, I think you're, I think you're doing, you're doing, you got something under the surface there. Hmm. I don't trust but, you. <laughs> I'm actually like running through the lyrics of that song right now. I'm like, okay, I guess I can see it. Like knowing it, I guess I can see it. But I never would have known that unless I was told. The next album, too, has even got more over stuff. Vihesu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one from 2006 or 7? Mm-hmm, the green one. That's what I remember about yep. it. And the squids. It's got green yeah. and squids on it. That's how I know. That's the other. I don't know song titles, man. I know song track numbers. And even then, like, I don't know what track is what, but I know a song when like the start of it hits because mm-hmm. so much music i just ingest like without looking at the screen you know the headphones are in and i'm just working through the whole album so dude do you ever get this way where you're listening to just a random playlist or you're listening to i don't know some station that's been curated for you um and like a song comes on that you're like oh hell yeah and you had the album and then the song ends and because you've listened to that album so many times you anticipate the first notes of the next song coming on and then oh, it doesn't yeah. like, so yo that gets kind of similar yeah mm. I, I know that exact feeling um what i was going to say like there's only one time in my life really honestly Sean and i'm not lying that i have listened to like a playlist <laughs> That uh, was made, not made by me. Other Dude, I don't listen to music like that. Uh, Yeah. I, there's a big, so the only reason I bring that up is like when you're, for me, like when I'm at work and, you know, you put it on a playlist that's a certain genre that will have some things that pop out. I don't Mm -hmm. know how somebody can just go into Spotify and click on a thing that's like, this playlist for you because i look at that and i'm like what it's full what if it's full of shit that i don't like yeah and so i How can't do you know what that, i like i can listen algorithm. to the radio yeah i'm in a it. like i'm in a different sort of boat too like uh when i'm at work if we listen to music i always i always let everybody else play their music because generally most of my coworkers and friends are a lot more like neutral in their music taste so, like, they like a lot of general pop and hip And that's cool, man. That's stuff I'm familiar with. But, dude, if I'm putting my shit on, ain't nobody but me going to have a good time. Ain't nobody but me going to know any fucking song that's playing. So, it's just like, <laughs> you know, that's cool, man. But, like, play with... And it's weird that I don't because the one time I do remember seeking out and listening to a playlist was, like, the when they added Spotify to the PS4. Do you remember that? Um... I didn't have Spotify when they did that, so it wasn't a big deal for me. I didn't either. I didn't even know what it was, but they like talked about it, and it was music. And I remember I was like, of course, surprise, I was playing Destiny 2 and grinding, mm-hmm. and I was like, ooh, I want to try out this Spotify thing and listen to some music. So I did, and I went to like the first prog playlist I found, and I listened to some tracks until one like made me stop playing, and like I was trying to figure out how to pull the thing up so I could write it down. And it turned out that was what ended up being one of my favorite bands ever from there. But 
I have never gone back to really playlist music. Maybe I should, Sean. This is a good discussion. Don't do it. Don't do it, he says. <laughs> <laughs> or do it. Fuck don't, don't do know. it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So, uh, so do you still mod games or? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did we ever even answer that? I think I like asked it and we just started immediately was, talking about something else. That's amazing. 48 minutes later, the question <laughs> comes back around. <laughs> uh, not too much. I'm generally like, as I've gotten older, I also don't like to modify like, like my SNES classic. A lot of people like immediately flashed it and filled it with every SNES game. I wasn't that way. And that's cool if you are, but like, I'm, I like to keep things natural now uh so i don't mess with mods too much although i did install the nudity mods for resident evil 2 and speed ran as both claire and leon in the nude the, the wait the remake or like there was a oh, mod yeah, the for the old game no the remake what and leon has a nice floppy one every time he runs yeah, does it have uh like does it have physics simulations? Like while uh-huh. he's running, is it just like flopping uh-huh. around? Uh-huh. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yes. What? Yeah, some of this shit that you see that people like uh GTA and Skyrim, I think notoriously Dude. have some of the re- most ridiculous mods. Like yep. you can play as anything that you can think of in GTA online. Absolutely. Uh, and almost same thing with Skyrim, dude. I turned uh, all the dragons in Skyrim into Macho, Macho Man, Man Randy Savages. <laughs> dude, now that is a mod I will download 10 out of 10 times every time. Fucking Ooh, A. yeah. Uh, gonna come in and snap do, you like a little human being. Oh, yeah. You can replace Mr. X with uh, Thomas the Tank Engine in Resident Evil 2. <laughs> I've, I've done that before. Oh, my God. Could you mm-hmm. imagine... If Thomas the Tank Engine just busted through your wall and you were butt ass naked with your just floppy Dude, it, wiener everywhere, it's and... great. There's some great mods on Resident Evil Two Remake, bro. <laughs> oh man, no, it's really funny. Uh, Sarah told me that one of uh, her friends started listening to the show, and I really hope they listen to this one and get to where mm-hmm. I just like popped myself at Thomas the Tank Engine <laughs> popping out of the wall as your floppy wieners going everywhere, and. I hope that I have to look at this person in the eyes mm-hmm. sometime uh, in the future. And they just and they we'll look both back know. at you and they say, context? Choo-choo, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 no, uh, I did do a lot of mods on Skyrim. Uh, and I did some on GTA. On GTA, I like the, uh, there's you can like up the anti-aliasing and add... Uh, they had a name for it, like Frost and After Effect. I think it was like the Frost engine you could run it through, and it just okay. like added these crazy realistic filter levels on everything. Jesus, like 4K rendering almost. That shit was. No, it's that's insane cool stuff, to me man. That that game looks so fucking good, and a potato can run it. Like mm-hmm. a straight up potato can run some of the most gorgeous games of the last couple of years, and then the last this last year worth of gaming. You have some okay looking games coming out that are pushing the capabilities of like a 3080 Ti. And like yeah. it looks like dog shit. Dude, 
It's amazing it's to me weird. how bogged down like some games can still make my computer. I mean, it's like, not advanced at this point, but it's like, dude, it's not a bad PC. Yeah. I have and a 3080. A 3080 in my oh, yeah, PC. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And um, an NVIDIA 3080, you know, I've got a decent processor. And I will tell you, the new Harry Potter game isn't like over the top gorgeous. I can only run that on medium settings and it does not look great. It's insane, Crap, right? Man. Yeah. Right? And it's, I mean, it still looks fine. It looks fine, but it is not that gorgeous of a, of a game that I couldn't run that on like Ultra. What? Oh, that's weird, man. I don't understand. I th- there's got to be a, persp- a performance persp- um, thing going on in the background. But this has been an issue for like the last year in PC gaming where games are just coming out rather on the broken and like Returnal just launched yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's not in an, yep. uh, it's not in a outstanding position right now. Yeah. The, uh, the PC market, especially as of late, uh, and a, a lot of them are these like Sony crossover games are, they, they stumble a little bit out of the starting block. Um, I'm glad they're making the moves. I'm glad they're getting onto PCs because yep. that's, that's what they're missing out. Now. They, they yeah. need they need to be there. And you know what? As somebody with a Steam Deck, I give me all the games. You know, give me them all. But, and on that note, also, I would just like to clap and say bravo and thank you, Sony, for not making us put another fucking installer on our computers. You're just cool with Steam and you're like, hey, Steam, let's roll, baby. Put these games out. Let's get our cut. Let's make some money, baby. Thank you. And thank you, you can remote play. Did you know that yeah. you could do that? It's fucking insane. I, did. I didn't know you could remote play from your PC. Insane. Folks, get on that shit. Also, folks, <laughs> thanks for listening. Seriously. Also, folks, we love you. 54 I'm getting, minutes. Uh, yeah. Damn. What are, I was get, I'm, I'm going to get a Steam Deck, bro. Did you order one? I'm not, I haven't yet, but I did cancel my Final Fantasy 16 collector's pre-order. You canceled it? Yeah. Dude. Get it, boy. Sean, that thing was so stupidly priced. And yeah. like, looking at, like, for real, the only reason I bought the fucking Final Fantasy 7 one is, that, you know, it came with that fucking sweet cloud and the motorbike. Mine's right there. Things I care about. Yeah, mine's I, right there. I showed that here. to Sarah the other day. Yeah. I fucking she love goes, it. She goes, have you thought about displaying any of this stuff? I'm like, I, you know, who am I displaying it for? I don't have a great display spot. Like if I have my own yeah. house or whatever, or like a game. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That cloud s- statue in the motorcycle. Mm, so sexy. And so, yeah, Dude, I got that. But the Steam Deck is the way to go. Yeah, it, I, I'm feeling like it's a much more wise use of my money, man. Like, I'll get, get way the, more out of it. I don't give a get, shit about a statue of Ifrit fighting Phoenix, man. Get the base model. Um, yeah, that's get what the I'm base, get. Yeah, get the base model oh. and buy, yeah. um, just buy a bigger uh, SSD Flash drive, right? Yeah. Yeah, the SSD. And just fl- swap out the SSD. Like, even that, um, I think that SSD that we bought when... Lanham uh, hooked us up with that link. I think that will fit in there. And cool, it can I hold up to, I think, two terabyte SD card. Nice. Yeah. So that's like a whole that's the only shit difference. ton. 
Yeah, I'm definitely. I think it's the better use. I'll get a lot more yeah. usage out of that shit, man. That's what's um, up, dog. Yeah, I, I interjected in our uh, love of the audience to say that. But let's get back to that because we love you, audience. Man, I had an idea. I think I'm going to start doing for Patreon. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> don't even say dude the last don't even say it just do it because like the last 12 well, times we've said yeah. this we've never done it well that's the thing i think it'll be easy because it's i just want to do it my i don't want to like have us to get together do things i just want to try to like get on do like a quick daily thing like five minutes people can start their day with it like a little blast of positivity oh yeah and maybe Hell like yeah. a cool fact so i'm um, tentative yeah. i'm gonna try to do it if you do those, and I'll listen to those, because for some reason I give us money, um, I'll listen oh. to those, <laughs> right? I'll listen to those, see if I could get some inspiration, and maybe uh, do my own thing as well. All right, That's buddy. That's idea. what I want to do. Let All right. I love it. I love you. I'm glad we did this, man. Potpourri's always a good time. Mm. That flew by. It Absolutely did, man. flew by. And it was good. I feel good. I feel loose. I feel relaxed. I feel... Zen, buddy. I hope you do too. Dude, it's not even eight o'clock at night. Like I know. this is this is bingo bango. Bongo bungo. Go fango yourself, folks. Love y'all.